0: That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom
0: <laughs> we don't. <laughs> we
2: don't. <laughs> we can't, can't interrupt this, I don't think.
0: We don't. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Happy Independence Day, Alice. How Happy are you? Happy
1: Fourth of July to you, too. What
2: a great day today is. My goodness. Uh, if As if there wasn't enough chaos. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, Annie. That's what we need more of this Independence Day.
2: Oh, goodness. Alice, um, any more sightings?
1: I have not seen any mores recently.
2: Because there was a handful. I'd hate to have some more. really i'm very proud
1: i'm very proud by the way
2: of how is there not a s'mores joke
1: i don't know why there's not any s'mores jokes but i was very proud of my boston herald worthy uh headline for my guest post on don't sell yourself
2: short alice (laughs) at this point i would say it highly exceeded the boston herald
1: well but i i think of those like tabloidy splashes so if you haven't checked out tom's substack, i have a guest post on there It's called um, More Than Meets the Eye.
2: Ooh. (laughs) As you know, as you probably definitely know, uh, I was down uh, Friday night blowing off my anniversary drinking beers with the fellas in Wakefield, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. I sped up here at uh, 1030, 11 o'clock just a few hours later. A you bunch, would have been
1: stuck there. Yes,
2: a bunch of separatists from the Ottoman Empire or whatever it is.
1: From Morocco. Honey, from
2: Morocco. Um, where, they're not
1: really from Morocco, though. No,
2: they're from like Woburn. And, <laughs> and it, where, where um busted. You know all the story. You know the thing. And so that is that. And it's very interesting because Alice wrote about it. And she wrote about how people were jumping with joy in anticipation of what was absolutely going to be white supremacists, just like all the white supremacists at the Trump rallies and the one at 1-6, is what I call it, 1-6, because it's Mm -hmm. such an important date.
1: Well, it was interesting because the media was so afraid of framing anything about it as anything possibly racial that they just now, you know, they can't say that it's a group of black men because that would be like racist of them to say that. So they were extremely careful, not to mention anybody's race who was involved in the thing. So the way they framed it, it was like perfectly well, but, teed up to be Trump supporters well, because we, it was like but, militia.
2: But, yeah, but we're not, I mean, before that, the media was excitingly nodding that this was probably what we think it was. And what was that? The Was it the Telegraph UK that I sent you?
1: Yeah, where they had to change I don't know if it was the telegraph or maybe Sky News. it was one of those British. It wasn't uh, Sky News, I can say
2: that. I think it was the Telegraph UK. It was
1: one of them and they, they had, went
2: with a stock footage of January sixth.
1: Right. Because that's of, when you have it's a militia in fatigues right. heavily armed, then you go with January sixth. So everybody right. was all over Twitter saying
2: So tell I want you to read some examples of what everybody was so excited. All the left was so excited. Oh, fantastic. We've got white militia, you know, blitzkrieging their way through Massachusetts. Oh, this is fantastic. Of course, this just shows us, it confirms our priors again that we knew. Oh, right. That this confirms that we knew it, that it was going to be more white supremacists because white supremacists are absolutely everywhere. And yes, we've got more. This just proves it. Heavily armed.
1: Mm-hmm. It- yeah. So we had, you know, Richard Painter, who's a law school professor. He has... St- like mm-hmm. 700K followers on Twitter. He said, the men claim to be from a group that does not recognize our laws, according to a
2: statement from the police. Mm.
1: Off to the slammer then with the rest of the January 6th gang.
2: He uh, can said. you imagine? This mm-hmm. guy, uh, highly credentialed, very respected, very rich and famous guy, respected mm-hmm. thinker. These people have the minds of two-year-olds. They do. They might be good in their fields, perhaps, perhaps, right. but when they step outside of it, they are four-year-olds they are morons
1: yeah and then there's i mean there are smaller accounts too so there's like this guy has like tens of thousands of followers right and he in his profile he calls himself an anti-disinfo activist so you can tell he's an anti-disinfo activist because he tweeted mike flynn lives in rhode island with a little shrugging emoji Mm -hmm. as in like, this must have, because they came from Rhode Island. Uh, Then he clarified right after that, no idea if Flynn is connected to this group, but it's definitely an interesting coincidence that this Rhode Island-based it's militia the group- the
2: smugness, the went smugness, <laughs> pompous, just, you know, do you realize, of course, Mike Flynn is from Rhode Island as well, hon? Went on
1: the, they went on the move the day after the general posted about the 4th of July, see? There you go. It's not, huh? How much of a coincidence is that? And then there, it was people all over. Then, and I mean, I could do it all day. I had like what about hundreds the idiot of who screenshots.
2: I talk, was dealing with. Oh, the other. Um, so the other thing they were tweeting is once they found out that that they were at being held and and or or the cops were at a standoff. They said, of course, these are white militiamen. That's why, because the cops, they're white. They won't. They love shoot white them. militias. If they were black, they would have shot them dead by now. Even if because you know the cops routinely. Shoot black people dead for even going into the glove compartment Mm -hmm. because they're so bloodthirsty.
1: Yep. Amazing they weren't shot by the officers making the traffic stop. Obviously weren't black or brown men. Don't worry, folks. The domestic terrorists will only be arrested, not gunned down like the dogs they are. You can guess why, can't you?
2: Can you imagine what Not
1: disarmed. Not ordered to get on the ground. No one punched, kicked, roughed up. They run off. No (coughs) shots fired. Now negotiators are trying to help. Sounds about white.
2: Com- Can you imagine, first of all, being uh, clueless? And this is the, a new thing. It's got to be new in history. To be clueless and cocky about what you think is the uh, you know correct, verified knowledge that you have. And yeah. smug about it. You know, never having to... Putting only all the effort in the smugness, not the verification <laughs> process. Well, right,
1: and a lot of these were hours after we all knew that they were black guys. Like it wasn't yeah. this wasn't the initial I showed
2: you I got one from a friend of ours that was, was like that night.
1: Yeah, no, it was it went on for hours because the, that's what the headlines kept saying. Even sometimes people didn't you know, didn't know what the word Moors meant that that's like a word denoting you know certain African groups so they just still assumed they were white even though they knew it was Moorish there was one person who was making fun of the supposedly in their mind white militia group for calling themselves Moors and saying like don't they know that Moors are black I guess they've never read Shakespeare like I mean can you oh. imagine the like the, the mental gymnastics that you have to go to and this was like I mean I showed you the video of the guy posting from the highway mm-hmm. that morning at like 8 a.m. we knew what it was. Right. It, this wasn't. It was just purely a case of, I'm just going to read the headline, jump immediately to the full conclusion of what I've already decided that this is, and go for... I mean, like, I just don't get it. Life is weird and crazy enough. You don't have to, like, make everything up and just live an imaginary world. You can actually find out what actually happened and then react to that. It's more interesting, I promise, than just living in... A world that you've invented in your head with the bad guys and good guys that you've concocted. It, I don't get it. Why do you want to live in your pretend world? Come join us here where we're reacting to real life.
2: Just talking to uh, Feinberg today about that, and uh, we, our assessment is essentially is that they find relevance in in the role play. But but, uh, but I agree with you. The why would you want to be especially? Let's like take to the people who wear the hats and who think that that it's going to be handmade sale is going to happen. Why would you choose that role as scared to death victim that somebody's going to like use p- put you on the uh, insemination conveyor belt?
1: No one wants you know, to what? breed you. To well, to I'll tell me. I'm telling you, like
2: why, like why would you choose the miserable thing to be if you're going to be simply tribal, and not think things through? Well,
1: I think they think they're like. I mean, they call themselves the resistance, so they think they're like. The freedom fighters
2: right they that's fine that- <laughs> that's fine but there's just nobody apprehending anybody <laughs> and nobody oppressing anybody so it's it's great but you still live in wellesley you still have a range rover so i mean i don't understand why what you're looking for here i understand that especially somebody like that who's gonna say oh of course you should have shot black people what is that by the way is some of that white upper crust, um, up, um, upper class people saying, "Of course, they would have killed black people." Are saying, "Oh God, great, another old white man in office. That's all we need." Is that supposed to show black people, "Hey, I'm down with you." Is that what that is? Hey, by the way, just so you know, I'm also I also hate people, white people too. So you know, because because really, black people have better things to do.
1: Uh, By yeah, and large, I would say so. So this like
2: whole thing is just simply a waste of time.
1: Well, just they're a... the worst people, and it's so awkward. I would like hate to have to deal with these people if I were a person of color because it's like the most awkward, terrible thing. Here's a passage from Robin D'Angelo's new book that she has out, her follow up to White Fragility. Um, and uh, here's a uh, here's an interaction she describes with some black people. She met a black couple. Um, this couple were friends of hers, but I had not met them before. We planned to meet up at the restaurant. When we arrived, the couple were already sitting at the table and I saw that they were both black. At this point in my life, I had no black friends and had rarely spent time with black people. I was excited and felt an immediate need to let them know I was not racist. To that end, I proceeded to spend the evening telling them how racist my family was. I shared every racist joke, story, and comment
2: I could remember
1: my family ever making. And I shared them in full, uncensored. Can you believe they said this? I would ask. I wanted to establish that I would never say those ridiculous and ignorant things because I knew how racist they were and I was not like the rest of my family.
2: Can you imagine what an absolute <laughs> bore it would be? Imagine them saying, oh my God, this person's not shutting up. This person is- They're doing... just
1: talking about racism the whole meal. They're doing
2: some kind of therapy session here uh, On and we're burdened here. I just really, you know, is there any possible I can have the check? Can the check come? In the name of God, pull the fire alarm, honey, when you next time you use the bathroom, get us out of here, this white idiot. <laughs>
1: It's like last year during all the stuff, initially a bunch of the news stories were telling you to check in on your black friends and then like black people started to complain about it. So then there was like this slew of articles that was like, please don't check in on us like you're burdening us. And plus, when you check in on me and I only met you like a few years ago at a work party and we've never spoken since, that tells me that I'm the closest person you're, you are to any black person like I'm your best black friend and since we barely know each other like don't check in on me please that's really awkward like when a black man gets killed by police don't like text me and ask if I'm okay because that's odd but yeah like all of their things that they suggest to do are actually terrible just like from a normal human perspective
2: oi 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 so that was that. Those guys, unfortunately for them, Alice, I kind of like those cats. They were k- interesting.
1: I honestly, I don't necessarily um, think they did that much wrong. I mean, obviously, they broke Massachusetts gun laws. But yep. Massachusetts gun laws, like, I don't really agree that you shouldn't be able to drive through the state with a weapon that you legally own in another state. Like, I right. I think that's kind of crazy. Right.
2: And they just got wacko belief and uh and yeah, they headed they're off so, nuts, but maybe they but are lots
1: of people are nuts i don't know and i yeah. mean like i you these... know
2: I, i'll take those dudes over unless of course by the way if they end up massacring a bunch of people i retract it
1: well yeah but, okay but, but, but obviously I'm saying, on, and those groups on. some, some I'm of them is do that other crimes
2: does if i like those dudes far better than all the antifa dudes i'm seeing on video
1: well sure and i mean some of these Moorish groups i don't know if this particular one does but they do have some they do legal they like because they don't recognize the laws they don't always like pay taxes and they commit a lot of fraud and they make like fake ids and i mean there's various who of us doesn't tell us i mean but okay but at this particular case where they were just refueling their vehicles from what looked like in the video like coolers full of gasoline that they had in the back of the car. I mean that's a little odd but they weren't hurting anybody. They were running around with all these guns and they didn't shoot anyone. Like it ended peacefully. They ended up surrendering to the the police and I was like kind of annoyed because I mean look I understand they broke the laws and everything but obviously I don't advocate breaking laws. But I just don't think that what they did was that bad and the police are here going like well they've certainly disrupted the motor uh, the motoring public quite a bit by shutting down the highway it's not like they pulled up their cars in the middle of the highway and were like everybody stop!" like they weren't trying to stop the highway the they had a miscommunication about whether or not gun laws apply to them which is insane but they weren't killing people so you know if it turns out they do kill people in the future, then obviously I'm against that, but, like I just don't really think that what they did was like that terrible. I don't think they were trying to hurt anybody, and I hope that the the government response is it with commensurate with uh you know what what the actions actually were, which was not violent or really hurting anybody in my opinion so but I don't know, um. That was uh, our weekend. That was our very exciting weekend, watching the uh, the local news conference (coughs) stuff. It's very exciting. Um, Anyway, uh, the media followed Joe Biden uh, to watch him order ice cream once again. They're obsessed with this. I know. They love him ordering ice cream. I've never seen people (laughs) love someone ordering ice cream so much, but they really just really love it.
2: And really, also, it's... Uh, <laughs>
1: what are you getting this time, sir?
2: And he's doddering along, on it and, he's like, ah, 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 and they're like, they're not helping him.
1: Also, this really bothered me. I don't know if this bothered you, but they said he ordered a double-dipped waffle cone. Oh, yeah? And the cone was not dipped in anything. It was a plain waffle cone. So it really bothered me that these journalists are tweeting, like, the president eats a double-dipped waffle cone. I'm like, that cone is not dipped in anything. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's
0: You're not getting a uh, rocky road for infrastructure? <laughs> 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 okay, it's not oh. a rocky road. We're going
2: to get it done. Yeah, we're going to get it done. <sighs> oh, goodness, goodness. But he
1: did. And this is one of the reasons today is a great day. Do you know what Joe Biden did for us, honey?
2: He, um, he bought, um, he annexed Greenland.
1: No, no, Joe Biden, honey, saved us sixteen cents on our Fourth of
2: July meal. Oh, this is the meal that has beans in it and ground beef. Mm -hmm. I've heard about this. I have not actually from Fourth of July
1: last year. He has saved us sixteen cents. on a meal. I think the meal totals like 40 something dollars and it's 16 cents off from last year. I could tell
2: actually. I could tell. By our grocery bill. My pocket was a little heavier when I left the grocery store.
1: Were you jingle jangling as you walked home? I think you were.
2: Yep. Does that count in for inflation or is that just... uh... Yeah. Welcome to Boomers. How
0: are you? We're well. How are you? Ice cream. Okay. Do you know what you like?
2: Oh my gosh. I don't. Do you know
1: what you want? I just... Just say say a flavor. I know that but I'm a chocolate chip yeah. Sugar, chocolate
2: chip, I want a chocolate double chip. dip waffle cone with chocolate okay.
3: vanilla chocolate chip.
0: Vanilla chocolate chip, it. we can do
3: that. I got two scoops. <laughs> you got two scoops and a waffle cone with the plain chocolate okay. chip. No. Okay, what okay. 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 do you do? Fourteen
0: fifty eight on twenty. Ooh. I
3: am. Oh, oh,
2: it's a oh my gosh!
0: don't <laughs> that. know what double dip
2: means. Does that mean that the that the
1: that the cone's been dipped in like melted the, the chocolate? Cone has yeah. Been? yeah. So um, that the cone's like dipped in melted chocolate or whatever. So it has like.
2: It's not the top is ch- the tor- no, but porch has- part.
1: No, but that also was not dipped. They apparently didn't have so this. Like I spent too much time looking closely at this photograph because I, I don't know. I'm a loser, but it wasn't chocolate chip ice cream. The chocolate chips were on top as a topping. So he had a plain waffle cone with two scoops of vanilla ice cream and then chocolate chips on top of it. I've never seen ice cream served that way, and. I, apparently, this place is like the ice cream place to go. Wherever I hate he was, it already. I'm, I'm mad at like, it. I'm mad i that. was like upset by his order and by what he was served. He should and, order and uh, the, the, the a- strike on this place. I mean, what good are journalists if they can't even report on ice cream with a critical eye? The president eats a double dipped cone with chocolate chip ice No, that's not what they gave him. I don't understand. But like, whatever. I don't know. Oh, they're... Very honest and good, I guess. At least
2: it's not a jerk food that he's getting. I mean, Mm -hmm. ice cream is it's a it's a geriatric food, certainly, (laughs) but at least it's something that you can relate to. You know, it's not Mm -hmm. uh, you know a pomegranate, uh, you know, flaxseed, a froyo or anything. It's not a Mm -hmm. jerk.
1: Yeah, ice cream is good. We went to Capital. Oh, by the way, have you seen
2: Allie Raisman's dog?
1: I have not seen Allie Raisman's dog.
2: Allie Raisman's dog is missing. Uh-oh. Last night Firework? she was in the Seaport District. Exactly. And fire per- fireworks spooked Milo. And she's asking now uh, if you've seen if, if little Milo. Milo's a cute little dog. He's, I don't even know what he is, but he's, he looks brown, lavish mm-hmm. little a thing. Whatever he is. And the fireworks scared him. She said, I was in the Seaport area. My, my, my dog Milo was terrified of fireworks and ran off. He has a tag on and a leash. Ellie, maybe. I mean,. Boston, it, fireworks in the harbor are not a new thing. I'm so appreciative of all your help and support. I have a favor to ask. Please do not go out and actively search for Milo. He is, Please do not. He is terrified, and the folks at Missing Dogs advise that we don't have anyone yelling his name or running around looking for him.
1: I don't understand. I've never understood that when people say, like, not to call out or approach a dog that's lost. Like, is that really a thing, that they run away?
2: Well. Even, like,
1: later? <clears throat> I don't
2: so if you want to, Alice, you can uh, email um, Ali's mom, Liz, Liz, Lynn Raisman, at gmail.com.
1: Okay. If you
2: see the hound. That's right. He wow. looks
1: like he's maybe part chihuahua. So something. what was
2: that? Did you have that? Was it that tweet that you had yes. earlier? Yes. So- Great tweet. So I'm going to talk about those dogs in fireworks as well, because Alice, there's a chance. A chance, I tell you. Mm-hmm. We have two hounds here. Yeah. And we have around 10 to 12 poultries, right?
1: Um, yeah, not that's, okay, yeah, sure. Um, However many you think we have, that's fine. Um, but yes, so, but every year, always, for holidays, there's, like, all these warnings and discourse about fireworks. I mean, like, I know people who think that we just, like, shouldn't do fireworks, period, because it's too scary for animals and, like, veterans with mm-hmm. PTSD and everything else, and we should just be done with them forever. Like, no private, no public, just no fireworks. Right. Um. So, but I did happen across this tweet that was from um, New Year's actually, but somebody had retweeted it recently. Uh, this person on Twitter said, "If the fireworks are scaring your dog, one thing you can do is remember that it doesn't matter if dogs are scared or not."
2: <laughs> I like her. I like <laughs> it's that very she Very mean
1: that. spirited. But I like it that she funny. did that. I think it's actually a guy, even though the oh is it, it uh, avatar's a girl. I think it's a humorous. Um, account. So here
2: is my feeling on this. I also like, uh, I do like fireworks. I think they're fun and cool. Mm-hmm. I do know that they scare the dog, and our Hondujis as well. I bought some ordnance, Alice, today in New oh, Hampshire. Really? Exactly. And I kept it safely on that side of the border because I'm allowed to have them. Of course you did. Yep.
1: We'll drive up there and fetch it later. And we've I got assume. a
2: bit of a house that is a bit visible from a main thoroughfare. Yes,
1: highly visible.
2: Some exactly. But I, I didn't get anything that booms, really. Okay. And um, if the police see us, uh, yeah, yeah they know they know us, right?
1: <laughs> We're already so I'm being ratted out by everybody else. So, um, yeah. But so my feeling is that you know, it's I, I'm not a big fan of when people are setting off fireworks like all the time. But here and there for some important holidays, mm-hmm. I'm cool with it. I think that we should have a couple times a year when it's socially acceptable to have fireworks, and and that we should enjoy those times. And John Adams agrees with me. I believe mm-hmm. too that this should be one of those times.
2: July second, Alice. July I think 2nd. so. That's like the signing oh, and our then the ratification. Happy anniversary, Alice! Oh,
1: thank you, honey.
2: Married um, eleven, 11 years. years. Wow, you effed up. Wow. <laughs>
1: I like my marriage wow. a lot. Other I women can't do not that. get to be on podcasts. Did you know that
2: they don't? <laughs> Did you break the glass? Is that something I told you? While well, I'm trying to keep you from escaping. Um,
1: I have my podcast. <laughs> I have my sister's podcast. I'm doing this podcast. Oh, oh and you're making to...
2: a, a a soft pitch. Oh, stop it, Alice. Well, I
1: don't. I mean, that might not even be a thing. I don't. Might not
2: be a thing. But so, you're 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 contemplating. Go ahead, cutie.
1: I've considered offering to be a fill in producer on other podcasts. Uh, offering. Any like, others there's in been particular? No... There's been no headway on this because my <coughs> conduit to so the I was, offer I is know, my husband who's sitting lady, over there. So young lady,
2: not- young lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense is uh, not <laughs> rested yet. Hold on. Okay. Uh, is this related at all to the clamoring, the clamor that we saw on social media suggesting that you should show your throw your hat in the ring? For the Jerry Callahan podcast.
1: There's been a suggestion that I would make an okay fill-in producer hmm. for Jerry. So I've thought right about... Because right now there are a couple. There's... I've considered offering to be in the rotation of fill-in producers. So right but that Carano? hasn't happened yet, so uh, I
2: don't... Who's the other guy who is filling in with Jerry? It's my Blind Mike's guy.
1: Uh, Carano?
2: Uh, Matt Carano, who I think is a really talented guy. And name has vanished from my head. And then Blind is it, Dave? it
1: this morning. No, it's not.
2: No, okay. But uh, who I, who I kind of like on Blind Mike's show as well. Uh, So right now it's those two. I think you should try to be in the rotation. See what happens. See if you dig it. Well, I mean,
1: th- I think that's up to the person whose podcast oh, yeah. it is. Not the to other me. kid could be
2: hired already, but and then and also hard. Jerry may not want to do it because he might fi- feel that it's that it'll screw up our dynamic. Although I haven't mm-hmm. been on Jerry since since I've gotten the the radio gig, but only that's only because our we do it at the same time. But I would. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting, Alice.
1: I've considered it. I've considered it.
2: You'd be you'd be by far the prettiest producer for the show.
1: Um I don't know about that. Dave Collinane's a good looking guy. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> just, I don't know. Are you hitting on Cully?
2: No. Is like the like you did the pool boy down a mystic? What? The, the pool boy you were hitting on in Mystic, no, but I needed I you to no, help pay no, the bar tab no, for me across the street.
1: I was wrestling four children in the pool to try and keep them from drowning because they seem hell-bent on killing themselves every possible uh-huh. minute. So Yeah. The, also,
2: getting uh, Hawaiian Tropic rubbed on you, correct? There was so my <laughs> no, pool, me, bit.
1: There was my no mo- pool boy was no pool boy. Was coming down romantic. there?
2: <laughs> uh, lots of seltzer. I'm asking. where John and Shelley are on the way over. Our friends are on the way over. He's asking if we have. This, these are these are the kind of people you deal with. I deal. This is John. Um, I asked him, can we push it to five? My grill is broken and it has caused a delay. Not only is the grill broken, but I got a new one, Alice. Mm-hmm. The piece of crap. It didn't fit in the car, so I had to go come back get the other car, pick it up, bring it back. And as I was bringing packing it into the car, jamming it in. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize until I just got here that it one of the legs broke off of it. So there you go. So I've got it <laughs> resting on a stone now, which is perfect <laughs> for my life. That's good. That's good. You have
1: really bad luck buying grills. Yes. Maybe you should let me buy the grills in the future. I've fixed the one that we have several times, like ordered so I said, parts. So
2: they're on so. the way. John and Shelly are on the way over. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, since everything's going wrong today, I say, can we push to five? My grill is broken and it has caused a delay. He responds... Now this is this is like, this is guy okay. this is my was my best friend for, since the nineteen eighties since we were both just teenagers even before that we mm-hmm. were inseparable in those years ever in 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 into the nineties and then after two thousand we eventually became adults and had to you know separate a little bit. <clears throat> Can we push to five? My girl is broken and it has caused a delay. Guess what his response is? Um. No. You mother bleeper. Seems a bit much to me. Uh, so then I say, or we can still do four, but we'll be taking showers and some other stuff. Uh, and then he suggests... Maybe he'll show
1: up and be on the show.
2: And then he suggests... Uh, he wanted to do that earlier. We could do something, maybe.
1: Well, maybe he'll get here early and just walk in. Well, Shelly's coming too. you right now. Shelly's coming to you. Now. Right now. Coming to well, you. if she wants to be on the show, she can too. I'll invite her. What
2: is this... He said... He suggests then in his next reply, which I can't repeat, Alice. Okay. He suggests that I'm trying to entice him to take a shower with me.
1: (laughs) And he uses a slur during it. Oh, wow. Uh,
2: Oh, wow. So close after
1: Pride Month, too. uh,
2: Then he says, do you have tonic water? Do we have tonic water? No. All right. And I say, no tonic water. Then he calls me a POS. Then I said we have lots of seltzer, and that was just seconds ago. So these are the kind of friends that we have. Mm-hmm. I will say one thing: that his exchange with me mm-hmm. would be unheard of for a twenty-two-year-old person to be having with their friend, generally.
1: Yeah, true. unheard of.
2: His and me and Mike and it's fun. It's just funny the stuff that you say with people from my age say.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Compared to what would fly now. Right. You know...
1: And it's funny you say that, because um, I actually grabbed you some audio that I sent over to you from one of America's finest young 23-year-olds.
2: Okay, so I have these four cuts. I have not listened to any of them.
1: Okay, so this is Michaela Kennedy Cuomo, who my understanding is that she is Andrew Cuomo's daughter. Right. And um, she... Is she came out a few weeks ago? Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, is it, this
2: is the daughter with the boyfriend that he had on all the.
1: I don't know about that, but she's she's a really lovely young woman. She's yeah. very beautiful. So she came out, and she was recently interviewed on Instagram by this book author about her coming out and about you know her activism and what it means to her Her activism. So um, so yeah, I invite you to uh, play. So, Michaela, for us, so we can hear how young people speak today, because, as you said, I think it's a little different from how you probably spoke at age 22. I think
3: that for a while I was um, repressed by the judgments that I'd be seeking attention. Um, But I was able to hide comfortably behind the idea that my voice doesn't matter and that I'm doing the best I can just by being a microphone for others rather than share my limited, straight passing perspective. Um, but I realized that while it's important to educate myself on the experiences and work to support intersectional identities in the LGBTQ community that I'm not doing everything in my power to contribute positively to the world if I'm not doing my best to share my authentic self.
2: I have rarely spoken to John like that. (laughs) Rarely. But I mean... So she's just reading from the handbook of words and phrases you're supposed to say.
3: Yeah, she's
2: there's nothing supporting to it. with this.
1: LGBT identities in a
3: world that labels us straight until we prove we're not coming out of the closet is a continuous fight against stereotypes. That's vital for me to be my authentic.
2: Mostly the world doesn't care. Yeah, no. That's it. I
1: love her saying that she's repressed, too, by, like, fears that people would say she's attention seeking. You're the most privileged person on planet Earth, Michaela Kennedy Cuomo.
2: Right. I mean, like... I'm afraid people are going to suggest that I'm going to go out and do interviews about it.
1: <laughs> um,
3: and in a world that teaches so many of us that a demographic trait or a transcending a socially constructed box means...
2: Oh, God, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Oh my God! She's our kids are not. Our kids are not going, con- not going to college. They're not going to college to learn how to speak like this.
1: She's transcending a socially constructed box.
2: <laughs> what an a hole this kid is! How to- old is she? Twenty three. What a jerk! She's
1: worthy of love, not
3: just existing as me, but fully embracing.
2: God, <laughs> how does it is incredible the this quest to find yourself fascinating and interesting. I'm just gushing with interesting things about me and my self-discovery. No, 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 you stay right there. It's not something that I can talk about alone. Wait. You have to be subjected to it.
1: Wait until you hear what she my came she out as. My true self is a revolutionary
3: oh,
2: Jesus. after resistance. Well, you give me the chills, Michaela. You know, it's not always... I want that man arrested! Who is that?
1: Who said that? <laughs> the author, it's this author, Donato... Uh, I want him
2: arrested. Sorry, Pepper, it's okay. Good dog, Pepper. <laughs> Okay, cut to.
3: So I posted that in large part in honor of the people who have come before me. And in thanks to people like you who have trailblazed the paths to come out of the closet. Um, And for those... And
2: for everybody who had vocal burn before me, (laughs) too. and Trailblazed, talking like an idiot, overeducated mindless dolt
3: who came and left this earth before being able to love the people who they love and for those who are surrounded by passive allies who choose complacency and comfort over
1: (laughs) don't you want to know what her boutique sexual identity is i can tell you're just i love how i love how just last
2: week just last week all you needed to do was be an ally. Just last week. <laughs> what are you gonna Now that's over is- now. Now you can be a passive a- ally and screwed it all up. And Michaela's mad. Because there's passive allies who just You're
1: letting your complacency courage every day.
3: Um, I received some of the homophobic remarks that I
1: expected, but
2: hey, calling you an a hole is not homophobic. It's, Saying your
1: attention-seeking is not the same as right. being homophobic.
2: I know that in your grand plan of celebrating you campaign, that getting a homophobic slurs tossed at you was part of the fun. It was all planned out.
3: I was shocked by the overwhelming number of people who messaged me to say that my posts helped them accept themselves and even come out to loved ones. Um,
1: I figured-
2: You know, <laughs> you, hardly anybody comes out so this was. I really, haven't
1: seen a lot of people. No, we coming out. I didn't out, know. So it's I mean, hard this is got to gotta be. There's
2: got to be at least six gay people now. <laughs> can you imagine? You really helped me, the daughter of the governor of New York. If she can do it,
3: since it's difficult, but and brave, but hip or cool to be not hetero in my liberal bubbles. That some of the feedback i'd get would be that i was attention seeking but the amount of emphatic messages of support and thanks were enormous and made
1: it really all worth
2: it so in other words i just really love the attention <laughs> i am loving the attention i was attention. afraid
1: people would say i was attention seeking but i got so much attention that it really was
3: it was awesome it, was worth it really scratches it. an itch <laughs> feels
2: a void in me
3: we limit ourselves when we hide our eccentricities or queerness of any kind to fit into. Social- I love
2: how she's talking like Socrates right now. <laughs> we limit ourselves when we. We don't have knowledge. <laughs> you have nothing to teach us.
1: <laughs> how Just to so you be know. the wealthy scion of p- political royalty? We constructed boxes,
3: and Whoa. as long as we're growing, we're evolving. When I was in elementary school, I... This is
2: the longest Oscar acceptance speech I have <laughs> ever heard. A victory lap for something she did that only helps her. That makes her feel good and important and special that nobody else gives a freak about. And she's acting as if she's, uh, you know, created single-handedly the uh, cure for coronavirus. <laughs> Although that person wouldn't have been less long-winded. I feared
3: that I was lesbian. When I was in middle school, I came out to my family and close friends as bisexual.
2: When I was I, I know you did. <laughs> of course you did. You came out as whatever got you the most attention at that second. Mm-hmm. That's what you did.
3: In high school, I discovered pansexuality and thought that's the flag for me. And I recently So
2: I got to be all of the things. <laughs> uh- and if you think Trans ain't on the hit list. It's coming. Uh, Learned Possibly by the end of this uh, question (laughs) answer.
3: More about demisexuality. What? (laughs) She learned
1: more about demisexuality. Like Demi Lovato's? (laughs) No. Demisexuality. (laughs) You mean
2: like crash test dummies?
1: (laughs) It is like Demi. It's spelled like Demi Lovato, but it doesn't have to do with Demi Lovato. Demisexuality. Get this. Because I'm gonna, go, I had to look up what this was, but demisexuality, and they have a flag and everything. This is real. This is not a joke. Uh, is when you're sexually attracted to people that you get to know, <laughs> as opposed to what was the one? If you're fray-sexual or something, that you're attracted only to strangers. Demisexuality. I bet you didn't realize no. that. Wanting to have sex with people that you fall in love with is actually a um, queer identity.
2: Yes. Demi, Demi Moore. Have- oh, speaking of mores, Demi Moore. Mm-hmm. One of the most beautiful mores in the world.
3: believe that that identity resonates with me most. So I think that we're always evolving.
2: God, shut up. How is this person have so much nothing to say so much this is like going through your the uh, the uh, trash can on my Mac and reading everything single thing in there and it, your spam email just going through every single one even the ones that like don't really say anything just have parcel name of some kind of erection drug and then uh, emojis <laughs> this person is zero this person has nothing to say.
3: And growing, and trying to label Sorry. ourselves. Is that me or you? No, that was us. from you texting me These while I was recording. Are oh, as fluid oh, as oh we- nice.
2: <laughs> that was for me texting you. So that's my bad. <laughs>
1: No, I didn't My say goodness. it was bad, but you know I wasn't going to undo the recording. I'm fray
2: sexual now, okay? <laughs> Days are over. You're
1: attracted to strangers. Sexually. I'm not in
2: love with you. I don't like you anymore. That's what I'm saying, okay? Oh, okay. I'm not checking the box, and you're not. You're a passive ally to me.
3: We are, and attachment to labels only restricts us. I think that anyone who says otherwise is coming from a place of fear and not love. Any
2: human being, normal human being, that around will be looking for a pillow right now. Being seen, loved, and place and it over a little Lila Cuomo's attacks, head.
1: Michaela um, Kennedy Cuomo. When you
3: come out. And oh, that, God.
2: Uh, your uniqueness is what connects you. And your uniqueness. <laughs> your uniqueness with... I'm unique. You hear all the things I am, and I used to be, and I kept being. I was always the most interesting thing around. And when I wasn't, I invented something new, and I became that until I was. I do have this fear that people are going to suggest that I just want the attention. It's almost as if they can tell that I just want the attention, and I have this fear about it.
3: Your authenticity is your superpower, and every day is new. Alice, if this next cut
2: is more than sixty seconds long, you and I are gonna have a problem
3: um Best so self. just love yourself at every stage because we're changing but start today you are so so loved
2: sorry so i texted well- you again <laughs> Alice. i'm sorry about that oh michaela um
1: you are absolutely wonderful my aunt no she's not said people will forget what you said they will forget what you did but they'll never forget how you made them feel
2: you have Sounds made like all of us feel so proud and I want you to know... No, she has not made anybody feel proud.
1: He feels proud. She has
2: disgraced whatever group she pretends to be representing. No, you are so very loved as well. No, she's Thank not! Thank you so
1: much for joining us. And as I always say, make it a great day, Michaela, because you have made so many other people's days very happy and fulfilling. Well, that's, a, so that's much, a keeper of friend. a
2: saying, by the way, sir. My goodness, as I always say, make it a great day because you're loved by... <laughs> Oh, God. Alice, I'm going to be... Ma- Our <laughs> relationship depends on what's in this next cut.
3: Carl Uh-oh. Nassib's announcement was remarkable. Who? And Carl, I the loved NFL his remark down. about okay. the convention of coming out. His
2: announcement was so remarkable, and I thought there's no way he's getting all that attention without <laughs> me getting it.
3: Carl Nassib's announcement was remarkable, and I loved his remark about the convention of coming out. Um... I've definitely always dreamed of a world in which nobody will have to come out because everybody's sexuality will be.
2: Oh, you terrible person! Oh, God, I heartiness. hate you! I hate you, Alice! Um, I, also, but I, I, in
3: I. April, when I
2: wake up in the morning, love, I'm washing this <laughs> idiot out of my mind. Something hurts my eyes.
1: I thought you would like her. I hate her. Is she pretty?
2: Yeah. Okay, I like her maybe.
1: Possibly. <laughs>
2: no, I hate her. I'm sorry. <sighs> I'm not playing her again. We gotta go.
1: I know, I know. We, we will um, pop over and do a little bit of a uh, our bonus few minutes for our friends over on Patreon.
2: And then my jerk friend is coming over.
1: Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah.
2: He's almost here He
1: might say mean things to you But he's never said anything to you Like what she said (laughs)
2: No No That's why That's the only reason we're friends Is that we're We're allied (laughs) Against people like her
1: (sighs) Okay, feeling better, honey?
2: Oh, but do you want the closing music or do you just want to do your you deed right here? You can do right the here?
1: closing music. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Okay. You know, make sure you fade out nicely and then fade back in. C- <laughs>
2: okay, it's your fade. It's your fade. Hey.
1: You know, if it makes you feel good to take out your anger on you me. You can honey. do, you know
2: what? <laughs> it can be fade a palooza when you're doing Jerry's show, okay? All sorts of fading happening. Cross fades, triple fading, demi fades. Every fade. Come to Jerry Callian show and Alice Shattuck runs the joint.
1: <laughs> well, for now, that doesn't exist yet. So that's fine. Either way, but uh, for now, you can find us on our show, which is the Burn Barrel Podcast, Burn Barrel Podcast.com. We're on uh, Twitter. We're at Burn Barrel Pod or Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. You can send us an email, Burn Podcast at gmail.com, or you can uh, check us out on YouTube. There's the video versions of the shows. We're on Patreon and locals as well. So find us on all those places. Stay we love happy. you guys as always. Happy Fourth of July. Happy birthday, America. Freedom. <laughs> <laughs>